this is Sylvia Gonzalez-Shear, the Artistic Director of Hanford Multicultural Theater Company. And we just finished a really marvelous rehearsal for a play that uses puppets and has justice and bullying involved in the in, in, as part of the themes and basically a slice of life, which we will present first as YouTube and later on as an actual public performance. Uh, the reason why we have to do a YouTube is because it's the pandemic right now and we cannot have an audience. But we are right now recording at the theater, separated by six feet from each other. And we have our actors here, and I'm going to have them introduce yourselves, because right now we're in a high, because we had a wonderful recording. So we'll start with uh, Christopher on my right. Hi, Sylvia. Thank you so much for having us here. <laughs> uh, my name is Christopher. I'm 21 years old. I live in Hanford, California. Um, how long have I been with Hanford Motor Cultural Theater Company? Uh, I want to say for two years now, actually, because it's actually coming up to be three next month, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember since that that summer that when I graduated from high school. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. You've been with us from like almost the very beginning when we had no home. We were basically, you know, anywhere we can be. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we have a home, so it's good that we can do bigger projects. Yeah, now. I was there for the process. Yeah. Like, I was, remember uh, when we were at the Carnegie Museum and then we were at the West Wing? Um, I wasn't there for um, the teens or the teen center or the. Um, we, we had we were at the courthouse on the mm-hmm. upper floor of the courthouse, and that's where kind of where we started. Yeah, that's I did my research on you guys and found out like about that. So I'm like, oh, okay, so you guys have been in these areas for us before because I remember the West Wing better than any other. Yeah, yeah, so. that's kind of where a lot of people remember because that's when we got had a lot of people get involved. And okay, and and we have another actor who has been involved with our Hanford Multicultural Theater Company for a long time. It, it is Omar. Tell us about yourself, Omar. Hi, Sylvia. I just want to say it's an honor to be back here working with you and my the rest of my crew back in the theater. It's it's honestly it's a great pleasure. I've missed it so much. But hello, everybody. My name is Omar Pimentel. I'm originally from Lamore, California. I've been involved with Hanford Multicultural Theater Company. Three years next month on the 25th. It's been that long. I remember the exact day I walked in and I did not think I'd make it this far. And Not that I didn't think, but it's just something you don't realize even then. It makes a huge impact on you, especially for someone who who always wanted to act and wants to make one day make something out of it, you know, be involved. Yeah, I think uh, you were kind of forced to come, and then then you didn't leave. <laughs> yeah, do you remember her name? Oh, yeah, that was Esmeralda Gonzalez, my friend. And she basically invited me over, and the, I, I do distinctly remember the first week I had something going on, and I couldn't show up, and then until the following week, I stepped in, and I haven't stepped out since. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really yeah, wonderful. Same here, actually. It's been a wild ride, and I've had so much fun, whether we've been doing actual productions just learning about how to act our skills everything it's been it's been a wild ride and it's it's been really fun yeah as i remember we started our first class the first week of february in 2017 and here we are august 2020 during a pandemic 
but um, we're still trying to do things. Oh, yeah, we're, we're moving. What's the strong? Yeah, we're, yeah. Do, we're, moving, we're moving along really mm-hmm. fast for being a very young company. And also, um, the California Arts Council is very proud of us and been, you know, helping us with funds so that we can keep going. Because How old are we again? I, we're, we're like I, four years now? Yeah, I think we're coming on to four years and look where we are now. Ready now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're really We're tall. doing podcasts. and. Oh, yeah. don't forget about... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to move over to our four, our our other actor, and it's, this is Ricardo. We didn't forget you, Ricardo. We just, mm-hmm. you know, taking advantage of a podcast Sorry. where you can <laughs> because. where you can just, you know, say whatever you want. Yeah, it's up if you want to, too. Yeah, it's not not scripted material. It's just what's in your heart and your mind. So, Ricardo, tell us about yourself. Hello, I'm Ricardo Sierra, and I've been with the Hanford Multicultural Theater Company for two years. That's right, two years. And look where you are now, recording yeah. for YouTube. Because uh-huh. incidentally, this project called, tell us what it's called. Who wants to tell us what it's called, this project? Mm, Don't I... just look. Oh, <laughs> you're talking about the play. My I'm bad. talking about the play. <laughs> yeah. Don't, um, don't ju- just look. Yeah, don't just look. Um, this is a, a piece that um, we decided would be very valuable in our community. Uh, it is uh, being funded by arts and disabilities, um, which is part of um, a coalition uh, to provide um opportunities for um, uh, the audience and and for members of cast. Um, This play uh, will also have sign language and um, closed caption so that our audience who have certain disabilities or or disadvantages Mm -hmm. um, can still enjoy the the, uh, process. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. I was very proud that they gave us uh, almost $5,000 for this project. And so, um, you know, I I wrote the play because that's kind of what I do. I'm a playwright, but I wrote it with always, I always like to write plays with, you know, my actors in mind. So certainly you guys have helped me uh, come to uh, the ideas. And as you know, the first script, I've changed the script a few times Mm -hmm. after listening to you guys work on it. And and that's what playwrights do. But anyway. Ricardo, do you still have the first uh, script of this? No, <laughs> that's yeah. okay because it it belonged in the garbage. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I kept it because it was a false one. Because like to be honest, this is a false play for me, and like has been changed so much. Actually, no, wait, that's a lie. That's a huge lie. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, I remember with you women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. done other works before mm-hmm. as yeah. Hanford Multicultural Theater Company, and I think that's the reason why we get the funding that we do because there's. Very few opportunities in Kings County where you can experiment. Yeah, because um, there was a other pl- other people other company um, called Kings Playos, and they were ha- they have been there for how long? Fifty one like, years. Yeah, I never found that. I never knew. Yeah, I never know. knew. Um, they're a theater company that has been around for fifty one years. Um, they do what community theaters across the country do, and that is they. They get a play, they get actors, they, you know, and a director, and they perform it, and people buy tickets. And that's what they do. Yeah. Well, we do something different. We Mm -hmm. give um, people opportunities to perfect their acting, to um, learn improv, to learn other tools of of acting, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. by providing you know, essentially free classes or, or free opportunities. And then we try to do a play here and there and we try to do something that, you know, like improv um, uh, shows um, to to just give m- more um, opportunity to experiment. And I think we're pretty much, I, I almost thought about changing the theater company's name to Hanford Multicultural Experimental Theater Company or something like that, but I, I didn't go that direction. Um, but that's what we do. We allow people to experiment, to be creative, and to learn what, what works for them. I would say multicultural. Yeah. I would say the name fits perfect to us right now because you're allowing multiple people no matter what kind of color race gender no matter who they are like listen um what was her name uh what was her name she uh who who are um, you thinking of she in in our recording um Oh, what was the one play we did that was... Um, Waiting Women? Mm-mm. Um, Gunsmoke? Yes. Oh, yeah, Gunsmoke. Yes. Oh, Thank our you. radio show. Yeah, that, radio. And that, too. Yeah. That, too, was another experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was... What was her what name? It, that was, that was, what Elizabeth? Was her name? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I cannot believe she did a, a boy's part that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, she her, did a boy's part. I yeah. know. Her voice was so perfect. I don't know how she did it, but she did yeah. it. She did it. Yeah, and she's very young. She's only like fourteen or fifteen years That's old. That's yeah. To be honest, like, um, she's a really good dwaller too, because like, um, when she goes on her Instagram, she posts a lot of her uh, pictures of herself. Not pictures of her, but her avatar that she picked mm-hmm. out for herself. It looks so pretty. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's also a very good writer because mm-hmm. she all she we did the Hanford Monologue Slam. Uh, we're in our third year. The second year, she won first place. Yeah. What year was that? That was that 2000. was 2019. Last year, I remember getting yeah. fifth place for mine. Oh, well, not bad. Not oh bad. yeah, no. Well, I was, I, you were a judge on the first on one. On the first one, yep. You were a judge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm glad I made it to fifth. Honestly, I was surprised I made it that far. Well, that's good. Congratulations. <laughs> My Haley Steinfeld monologue. I just, I remember that's from really the film. Good. The Edge of Seventeen. Yep, that's what I did. That's cool. That's cool. Now Ricardo's been involved with the improv group for a really long time. We're a little. Oh, yeah. We're right now in hiatus. So, you know, again because we moved and also because um, you know there's a pandemic. But yeah. Ricardo, you're wonderful on stage when you do improv. <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how do you? How, I mean, do you like that better than plays? Or tell tell us a little bit about your experience with the. We call it utterly improv because we do live in an area where they have a lot of dairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, well, uh, I kid you not. You could go to uh, Valley, like um, Vicelia, and in between Hanford and Vicelia, a literally a good half, good mile and a half of cow shit. Yeah, <laughs> of cow shit. <laughs> like literally a good half a mile of cow shit. <laughs> like literally a mountain's full of cow shit, and you just wondering if that's a mountain or if there's a bunch of cow shit together. Because yeah, it, it looks, it looks perfectly like dope, like perfectly matched. like big hills, yeah. big hills of of uh, uh-huh. they call it fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember touching that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Getting oh. old was not cow. It was other stuff. <laughs> Very good. So, so Ricardo, tell us about you know what you liked about the improv when you know we were doing it like almost monthly. <laughs> well, I uh, get to um, well 
do some very uh, not so innocent scenes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so adult uh, themes, yeah. correct? <laughs> yes, I'm not as innocent as I probably should be. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had, we've had we've had some funny scenes. Me and Ricardo together. I uh, sorry oh, yeah, me too. I distinctly remember one time where we had a an improv game and we were wearing the hats. There was a leprechaun hat, a mariachi hat, a a, a bull a bullfighter hat, I believe. And we were all and you had to make up your character based on the hat. And I I distinctly remember Ricardo wearing the the mariachi hat. And I was exp- I thought he was gonna say something you know something typical like ole or something. But no, all he asked me is, table for how many? Man, I was, Ricardo, you made me die right there. <laughs> I distinctly remember that. <laughs> it's really wonderful. I think that's the, oh, yeah. the fun part about uh, thinking on your feet. I mean, oh, yeah. Anything it comes pops up. right up, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. God, I remember that. Um, when was it? We just got done with the videos. Uh, so literally the week I came back from, like, like you know, relaxing and all that, like, relieving stress and all that, came back the, uh, the next two weeks, boom, it was crazy on foot. Like, um, we were reading a book on Shakespeare. Keep in mind, I have not read Shakespeare. I also have no idea what's inside of it. <laughs> but um, there was a part, like, it was a knight and a king, and uh she was reading something in Shakespeare, and I was going along with it and adding some weird stuff, and it fit perfectly for Shakespeare. It fit perfectly. That's awesome. And she said, I told her to pick up a one. She's, uh, it was, uh, it was one of those plays like you just pick a book and you have to read what it said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that exercise. I yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm just like reminiscing, you know, as you guys are talking about um, all the fun that we've had you know, trying new things oh, and yeah. experimenting. And and I think in some ways, uh, it this is very therapeutic. Like you can Definitely have yeah. crap happy, happening in oh, your life. And then when you enter the theater, you forget about it and you start having fun and you, you know, start learning new it things. It all washes away. It yeah. washes away. Experience, yeah. And that's actually very addicting, you oh, know, yeah. I think, you know, because... Exactly like a drug, yeah. Yeah, because I, I do, when I come to work at the theater and work on the curtains and I've been working on the stage and putting in the lights, I walk in here and I just have a great feeling of peace. Mm-hmm. I feel peace oh, when peace I'm in here. Peace is the main word, yeah. Yeah, I feel really happy and peaceful and... It just, the vibes, I don't know if it's because we're in a church, that the vibes are very good. And I would say because we're in a church, that's why, because, like, um, you could have people say, like, um, good environment area because somebody probably had the spirit here and probably took a remover because that's how it feels in this area. Well, I like the spirit mm-hmm. in here because oh, it yeah. does, it does. It feels like a really good spirit. Like, it, no matter it, who, like, if... It's a woman who likes to walk around. She likes that corner over there. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Feel, we I forgot f- to mention to oh, the audience. Okay. We forgot to mention that oh my God. that Christopher um, has certain powers, certain abilities, and just by uh, fi- okay, my gifts are just to feel. I can't heal no seed spirits, but I can feel what they're at and how probably they're at. I don't know what they look like and how could I tell if it's a woman and a male if I focus hard enough on the energy. I could feel like if it's soft or hard, because the men's spirits they have more like physical strength on them than women's spirits, 
and women spiritually could um, actually both sides they could do mentally harm and stuff like that. You know, we're going to have to do another podcast on just that. on just your abilities because oh, yeah. um, <laughs> um, one of the most amazing things about this particular church in this area is that just two miles north of here, there was in 1880 the Muscle Slough tragedy where there was a shootout. I remember you asked me what it was and I yeah. pointed it out. Yeah, just to let you know, I had no idea what it was. I know, and I want to talk about that on another show okay. that we should do the Muscle slough um podcast uh and talk about the muscle slough um the history of that and 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 how when i drove you to the area you knew exactly where the shooting was without me telling you yeah because i felt one guy like um it was a spirit he had his like i felt like some kind of hand coming out and he had like so many bullet holes on him like it was crazy sad like it was a bullet on his Shoulder, his head, his eye got shot out too. Oh my god! So yeah, there, there was. It so- felt. It felt like because um, he was using my body to let me know what he felt. So it was like, oh, it was quite healed. His hand was sticking out, and I feel, I felt his hand. I felt like all the pain. That, that's amazing. That's yeah, really amazing. Definitely. You know what? I got to write a play about that. About you know somebody who has you know. Uh, that gift gifts gifts mm-hmm. like that and everybody's yeah. like okay you know, <laughs> you know it's, cra- it's crazy because um one time okay what was it my friend was dropping me off at home one day and she asked me because like um we had two different spots and she didn't tell me then till that till then that day mm. um because first we had a party at um her husband's mom's place and there was a spirit though and I was like, what the fuck was this? That spirit in the background. And he, like, it was not a human. It was an entity. Like, somebody opened up the portal, and it felt like this thing could, like, kind of like a mud thing. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's, like, kind of like mud. And it feeds on somebody who is a woman who, like, the pow- powerful woman who smoked out there a lot. And she told me, like, oh, that was my now it's my mother-in-law, and she goes after her, and she goes out, and I'm like, well, she's attached with the spirit. And those a three-year-old daughter that I didn't know, and they have nightmares. And I'm like, oh, so you should get rid of this thing, but they said they're going to move soon, so I'm like, okay, well, I hope so. If not, here's this, and... Yeah, I told them what to do. So it gives me a lot of peace that you have that ability, and you are saying that this theater that we're at, this mm-hmm. space, is a good space. It's a good, yeah, it yeah. A good, it's a good yeah. energy space. If you feel like yes. a good warm spot, it's like usually over there because the lady. Seems okay, I'm gonna that walk spot. over there right after our recording. You can <laughs> just to feel you it, can't. just to feel it. I, I want to change the subject just okay, a little bit. Go, and talk let's about, go it. And talk about Omar. Um, Omar, not only did you experiment. Uh, and have experiences in improv, being in plays, but you also were in a film. And we uh, interviewed uh, Julio in our very first podcast, Julio Cesar Gonzalez Jr. No relation to me, but just a fabulous director who, with just one simple camera, made an awesome, awesome, awesome film, which was featured at the Hanford Film Festival. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, of course. Honestly, it was before I begin, I have to say it was an it was a really great experience, not just for just being part on the big screen for the first time, but also with the environment of my castmates and and Julio himself. To him, he's he's a great director. I've worked with him twice, three times before, and it was also and for his first film, also it was honestly great 
came out great. But the film was called The Uber Driver, and I remember auditioning and just thinking, oh, well, I read for a few parts and see and what they would fit me in or if I could get fit in. And I ended up with the main part after the first, after the second audition. So, it was a, so for me, it was an exciting. I was taking the role seriously. I wanted to do everything in my power, you know, just like any other actor, you know, to just get in there with character. You know, I wanted to. And because I was the overdriver, I was even experimenting <laughs> with myself driving around and conversing with my friends and everything. And and we shot the film here around the Hanford area. And it, that's also another great adventure out acting, all these different locations where you start filming. And even though it took place mainly in car, it was still good to drive around the back roads in town by na- neighborhoods and everything. So that was also good. But as far as like the whole film, it was honestly fun because it was a mixture of comedy and drama and, and sometimes deadly um, action. <laughs> but basically, I remember the, as the Uber driver, I was finishing up my day with various... Um, people had to drive home and we had these all these eccentric characters and everything until finally I pick up these two pretty normal looking guys and I get and it turns out after a few miles I'm getting robbed (laughs) (laughs) now they don't mean to rob me it's one of those I don't want to do it but I have to but this um their main guy was after them and they just had to use uh, and not to spoil the story but that's basically what went down and if you ever want to check it out I believe it's still available around but yeah, in fact, when we put the podcast up, uh, we're going to put the film also oh, yeah. on our YouTube because we, we yeah. now have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we have lots of lots of things, you know, cooking, cooking. So I say go to go to our webpage, which is Hanford, <laughs> yeah. Hanford M tc.com so hanford mary tom charlie.com and we have a lot of information on that you know on on <laughs> on, on everything that we've done and what we plan to do in the future ricardo I you look also you, like to add that i was also in the uber driver film was. as a sleepy guy a sleepy guy <laughs> yeah I did not know now, that. Now, if I was a real yeah. Uber driver and I caught him waking up all of a sudden, I'd be scared. No offense, <laughs> but I would be scared. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That was a great experience. Yeah, I oh, also definitely. had a prior uh, film experience. It uh, does. Yeah. I was in a short film called White Bliss. You could find it on Amazon Prime Video. Well, look. Yeah, we'll definitely look. Oh. Yeah. Do you- yeah. I remember. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Um. What was it? It was after Waiting Women. There was something in between. It was for some other director. I remember doing one. I can't remember his name. And that was the... It started with a D. Uh, and it was a short film. I was a witch spoiled for that. Oh, David. And, David. Yeah, it was... Uh, Were you in that film? Yeah. It, it was a short film, but I'm not sure if I was still in it or not because I told him I had to quit because of somebody, though. Yeah. Well, he's still. Uh, I think he's almost finished with that. Still. Yeah. Well, that was a big, big film it, that he did, and okay. you know his staff. You know, it's all volunteers, and his actors are volunteers. In fact, um, I called him up and asked him for advice because I'd like to do a film mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. and um, Omar's actually the the lead in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. It's called Hanford Private Detective. And he plays a private detective. And one of our very first members, Elizabeth, 
Mm-hmm. Gonzalez, not not related to me. <laughs> but another. another Gonzalez. They're all over the place. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she's um, she's from north of Visalia, and uh, she's she plays the, the actress, and it's a film film noir. Yep. Film noir, and um, it's uh, very exciting. You know, we oh, were yeah. just about to shoot, and then of course the pandemic happened. But we have the script ready, and uh, right now I'm doing a storyboard. But we have all our camera equipment ready to go and Ooh. and we're just rehearsing rehearsing the script so that it's just right so mm-hmm. so i don't do changes because again i wrote wrote it again but that's my thing and just so that on set we don't change the lines because i go excuse me can we can we redo that line then and you know i don't want to do that to the actors because it's you know film is different yeah. film is really you know you're you got to give the actors the, the time to develop their characters and do their lines the way they are doing it. And you can't change it on yeah, them beforehand. I know this. If you have, if the characters have some chemistry with other characters, you're going to have like really good time and really good. Right. Like right. you will feel more emotion than oh, yeah. regularly. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't know, for some reason, like if you act between like a mean person versus a shy person, it's like they both are different, but yet they have a good chemistry with each other. Right, exactly. Because they're both negatives, pains, and stuff like that. Yeah, me, luckily, from experience, I will knock on wood, but I've, I've honestly been all great. I've never had issues with co-stars and everything. As far as us getting, like like Christopher says, like chemistry, it's always been good. Like even when you have to get emotional, it sets in. Even when you're and when you're happy, it's easier. I, I just think, I remember Boxcar, you know, with, thinking to myself, if this was a real situation and these guys are my friends, it'd be hell, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. and you'd be just as like more emotional as you were, even though it's just a play, but it still gets to you. Like this could happen. It's real life. And yeah. and yeah, it's always important to like have that chemistry. Yeah. And that's what rehearsal is like where you do chemistry um, with, with, with it. I want to get back to um, our project that, okay. because that's- we went off to tangents and that's because we're so proud of what yeah. we're doing and yeah. we're so happy that we're still doing it. Um, okay, the play? The, so one of the things about this play um, as a proposal, I said, you know, uh, some of our actors have a disability mm-hmm. and and we want to give them opportunity that they may not get outside of our theater company. And, and because it's an arts and disabilities grant, they were all for it because not only are we allowing the audience because some some people some of the theater companies and some organizations ask for hearing aids for the audience or they'll ask for devices for their hearing impaired mm-hmm. or and things like that but i said in the proposal I have some actors who have some disabilities and I would like to highlight them in a performance and they were all for it. And I know Christopher, you're not very shy about your, your impairments. Do you want to talk about it and what this play means to you? Uh, so this play is about this total who is a little bit, well, half paralyzed from the lace down, correct? Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and to me, like, um, one, I have friends who are in myself, so, like, um, like it kind of feels like I'm part of them now. Like, well, not me personally, but the character that I'm playing is. So, like, to me, it's like, okay, I need to think of, like, my friend, like, how they felt and how they are being called because um, I asked them, like, hey, 
um, are you okay? Because sometimes like they need that help, and some not, not all of them could move up their arms like some can. Mm-hmm. Like some disabilities are different, and my disability is like, well, I could walk, talk, and do everything perfectly fine, but I have damaged hearing um, due to my ear holes not being too big. Um, I have to have tubes put in and out of my ears. Like five, like every five years, I have to go back and put it tubes in five years cleaning it out getting new ones in like yeah i had to do that for 15 years wow and now i'm 21 don't have ear pu- earplugs anymore i'm still good i can still heal perfectly fine i just have some damage and damaged tissue inside my ear and doctor will say if anyone if a doctor looks at my ear the doctor will notice scar tissue in there because i had tubes in and out of my ear so much to the point like it left the scars there Wow, it's amazing. I didn't realize mm-hmm. yeah. that. Like, I had that my whole life. Wow. And I was made fun of uh, my speech because of uh, my hearing. Mm-hmm. So I, it kind of messed me up with my um, CH, <clears throat> my CH, TH, and, like, my th, s, and ch, oh. and stuff like that. Like, I have to go to uh, speech therapy sometimes all the time to fix up my voice. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's why I like this so much, like, with this microphone and this headphones, because I could heal myself better than I could usually do. Oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should do more of these because, you know, you're definitely a very good performer. And not only that, you're, you're a great help. You, you've been helping Hanford Multicultural Theater Company, you know, since you started with lots of activities, a great assistant. And, you know, we, we put you on staff as, you know, um, you know not, not, not just as an intern, but also an associate artistic, you know, um, area. And we're happy to have you. And I guess that's the only way I can reward, you know, people who are stick with us because I have Omar. He's in charge of marketing and outreach. Mm-hmm, yeah. And we were planning on going to the schools. And oh, yeah. And the pandemic. Oh, so I got all these flyers. Well, kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, we can still give it to schools because uh, I'm still friends with a teacher of mine, and she, he still goes to the same school, and same school as last time I checked. And um, they said the office is still open. If anyone wants to do anything like that, they need to have like a S. Well, you know what to do from now. Like, yeah. give them like a reason why and ask them questions like that. Because yeah. um, I know the school. Halford West, that's the school I used to go to. I know there's Halford East and South Pacific, and we're over here, those Lamar school. Like, everyone around this area could join in, so. Okay. I was supposed to start working in the school system. Oh, really? Before this whole thing happened. Oh, yeah, I was really excited. And then this pandemic, that's one of many things it took away from me. Oh, my goodness. What were you going to do at the school? School aid. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, I'm a former school teacher, yeah. and that, that's what I did. Yeah. And uh, and I think uh, kind of that's where, if you think about it, you know, this show, Don't Just Look, mm-hmm. you know, deals with puppets. And I guess I'm going back to my uh, kindergarten teacher roots because I mm-hmm. had a puppet called Rosarita Refried. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you repeat that? What? Yeah, I know. And, uh, well, like I took the image, mm-hmm. the image off the can of the refried beans. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and I did ventriloquism, you know, with her, with the kindergarten kids. And 
So um, I guess puppetry began then and hasn't left. And here we are, you know, we're doing a puppet show, uh, you know, that has issues in it about bullying and a disabled character who's in a wheelchair, like you mentioned. And we're also... I'm not going to say anything else about this. Yeah, yeah. They have to watch. And, yeah. and uh, also um, we're going to have uh, superimposed in there um, the sign language person and uh, closed caption and actually because we're in a pandemic the the best way to present this project is going to be on youtube mm-hmm. and then when the we are when we are allowed to have an audience again then you and you uh, ricardo and christopher you will bring your puppets and you will do a puppet show you know for the audience and of course omar's involved too because mm-hmm. he's the master of many many languages and, <laughs> and many characters did, literally the first time we read the play all together like this he got how many voices was that four already off the bat yeah Four, yeah yeah, yeah he has, well, he, I was the, what the fuck I'm, I'm still shocked about that like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> what, the fudge? what the fudge <laughs> what the fudge what the fudge and that's another thing about this um, type of stuff you know I, I you know for when you, it comes to acting especially for me who've been been, in, been interested in it for a long time and now being able to you get exposed to all the different type of stuff you can do like you're always telling me Sylvia you know whether it's you know, producing, directing, writing, uh, puppetry, anything like that. And, you know, there's always stuff that I'm just like, for example, directing or writing. It's just like, it's not something I think about too much doing it right now, but, you know, it is something when given the opportunity, I'll take it, you know, like anything. But voice acting something that I've always liked also, aside from acting itself, because, and that's something people always tell me, the people have heard me, you know, they're just like, you know, if you don't do acting or anything like that, you should at least do voice acting and and not to brag, I'm just like, yeah, it's something I think I could be, I could, I could do well, and yeah, that's I something I, I really want, something I'd really like to do. Yeah, also. you know, and I actually I thought about it too as a kid. You know, like oh, I'd like to do different voices. Not me. No, <laughs> I never thought myself of doing this because, like, literally, um, when I was younger, I thought I was going to be like a scientist, and now look at me. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. look at me. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're a great guy. Yeah, you're a great I, yeah. Guy. I just remember. Um, as a kid, you know, being with my family and everything, we were always in watching movies or and specifically Disney. That's the stuff we grew up with. And and my parents always noticed I was always imitating characters. So they're like, I think there's something there. <laughs> and we look back on it, even to this day, I'm still um, impersonating characters. And that's what and people are always telling me, like, what movie can't you can't you can't quote you or yeah, imitate? What character can't you imitate? <laughs> can you do some now? <laughs> I see? mean. It's up to you guys. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Give us a character right yeah. now, just for fun. Just for All fun. right. Let, let's hear a character. Who do you guys want to hear? Uh, do Peter. Peter? Mm-hmm. Peter mm-hmm. from Family Guy. Oh, Peter. Oh, yeah. I have to. I have to. Peter in the past. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> you hear that, Lois? He wants me to talk like Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it could also apply to Ted. Oh, that's true. That's oh, true. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. So, oh, yeah. yeah, well, I'm glad you're experimenting. See, and this is what we're all oh, yeah. about, is, is getting different opportunities and trying it out. Um, you know, we did the radio show Gunsmoke, yeah. and I, I was very, very proud of that because, you know, the, there was a lot of people who came to see it, and a lot of people remember from their youth Gunsmoke, and, um, you know, we did it. Uh, Don Brakeman was the director of that. We had actors as young as 14 and as old as 86, you know, participate in it. And um, it was a really good experiment. And I, I really want to do some more radio shows um, 
like that because I think they're easy to produce. Mm-hmm. And and we, you know, we do have an audience who's interested in that. And 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 now we have a theater, so of mm-hmm. course, you know, we we can command, you know, the, the dates easily. Like we don't yeah. have to fight for a date like at the Civic Center or fight for a we date. Come in anytime. Yeah, we could mm-hmm. walk in anytime. Like yeah. we're doing right now. We just walked in and we did a rehearsal yeah. for our show and um and a recording and here we are doing a podcast. So it's it's kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well I think we're going to sum this up right now. Thank you, Ricardo Sierra. Um, you, you do know your last name's a mountain range, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, at least your name's better than the woes. <laughs> I and, like your guys' last names. <laughs> and then we have Christopher De La, de la Rosa, Rosa, De La Rosa, and we have Omar Pimentel, mm-hmm. and uh, we have me, Sylvia Gonzalez-Sharer. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, I, I, I love having fun, and I love smiling, and I love, you know... Um, working with people and again the chemistry when you're around good energy you know you just keep going with the good energy and and so i'm i'm into good energy i guess i'm addicted to good energy and it's like it's not that's that's a good addiction yeah there's literally nothing wrong with that because like um well too much of it yeah but there's nothing wrong having good energy around because everyone needs that good energy like you never know if you're gonna have a mental breakdown or if you're gonna have like something bad happen so you just want to be somewhere like it's positive peace and yeah i i I agree with that i think when uh you're around people with positive energy i think good things happen for you and you know good energy breeds good energy and it just you know and then you elude good energy and you attract people with good energy and you just have You know, a lot, I don't know, it's like a good energy fest, and, and I, I prefer that. You know, when if I walk into the uh, room and there's bad energy there, I, I don't feel good. Yeah. You know, I don't feel good, and I, I, you know, I, you know, having been a former teacher, you know, there's different types of energies in different mm-hmm. situations, and I've learned to put up with it, but I think I'm at a time in my life, and that's it. I'm done with bad energy. It has to go. Uh, and, um, you know, I just want to be around people who have good energy and, and are happy and want to be happy with me and want to create, want to be artistic, want to experiment. I think it's the way to go. Oh, I just yeah. think that's the way to have a good life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and not to have like a sob story or sound pitiful for anything, but I, I mean, I feel comfortable telling you all this. Yeah. You are, we're all close, but you know, this pandemic really has taken its toll on me as far as emotionally and, and mentally. I haven't been able to have the same outlet I had before, you know, having this around frequently, you know, and, and I, you know, I am, I'm trying to be grateful that I'm healthy. My family's healthy and I'm, and, you know, and things look okay for now, but it does after a while, you really need something more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and actually, as you know, one of the things that we lost uh, for this year was the um, Hollywood Fringe Festival. Yeah, we we did. We we lost that. We were very excited about that. that. Big stepping stone. And uh, it, it it was just like, oh, we get to go to Hollywood and we get to do a show. I remember that um, there was a year when I just barely turned 21 and then all of a sudden it's That's right. You you were supposed to turn 21 and go get drunk and Uh you didn't get to do that. You know? I still got drunk on my boat 
Norte, but but no, it's not like yeah. the way yeah, you know every yeah. everybody. But uh, but um, but actually, the um, Hollywood Fringe Festival are aware of that. They're aware of that because I told them. I said it's been really hard on my actors and very hard on me. Um, I'll be honest with you. I've been very depressed and very sad and very hard to to like get going. And they said, you, you know, all artists are are having that 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 feeling. Every, yeah, everyone's having that feeling. Surprisingly, I haven't. Uh, when I do, I just meditate because I have this meditate that goes for three hours long, and sometimes uh, it feels like five minutes to me. Well, that's it good. It feels like five minutes, but even though it's like five three hours, sometimes five depends on if I do loop on it so wow that's good that you have a solution to that you know yeah i could easily do that like for some reason i just put on my headphones turn up really loud and just meditate i have my uh world coach with me to mentally heal me from inside out so Wow, that's good. Well, some of I recommend people doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good recommendation. Um, but there's a lot of artists really having a tough time. A lot of actors, even famous actors, are having a, a hard time with it. Uh, artists need to create. Create, yeah. And if they don't have an outlet or a, a, a you know, if they're not able to create, it 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 messes with them. It just messes their their whole, you know aura and uh and and that's why um i brought in the podcast you know i said we have to do the podcast because i I really need to i need the podcast and so camilla our managing director and i we host the podcast and and uh, we're doing one now without camilla but it's because we can we have to be six feet apart and we have to do the social distancing so i'm hosting it by myself this time but um, you know, I I'm still we're still working on the film. Um, yeah, we're doing very Zoom. Excited for that. Yeah, we do Zoom uh, to rehearse. It's hard. I mean, I don't think Zoom is the is it's a, not. No. To be honest, it's, this is better. Ask than, the school system how it's going. Oh yeah, God. yeah, ask that. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. it's not it's not it does not work in the arts. Like okay, so my poor my poor nephew in Riverside, he's in the theater program. Uh, at the at the university there, and they couldn't do their spring show um, live, what? so they had to do it on Zoom, and I'm sure it made the parents happy. I'm sure it made them happy. They were able to at least do it, but as a playwright myself, I would not put my play on Zoom. No. It uh, it's Zoom was not designed no. for that. Maybe somebody out there can design something cuz it's either live, it has to plays have to be live. It has, yeah, it has to be or live. it has to be a film. Yeah. You know, like what and, we're doing. Yeah. And so uh, but you can't I I'm I'm sorry nephew, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry Robert, but <laughs> it you you did sorry, a great bud. job Robert, but uh, I would not put my play. I would rather see you know put my my plays on a shelf mm-hmm. than to do that. Now this is what we're doing right here called Don't Just Look. It's a puppet show, so um, it's going to be easy to film. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be easy oh, yeah. to film, um, yeah. and so it works. So we can be creative we got here. Done. We just need to do puppets, and that's it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The puppets are coming next week. And oh my god, that's yeah. good. I yeah. can't wait to see yeah. my toe. Oh, Omar, to you're going to be doing puppets. Is that okay? Oh, also? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're going to, if you have the time, I mean, because we'll have it pre-recorded mm-hmm. and, and which will be easier for these guys. And these guys know the play so well, they can do their, their little things. But we'll. I can fall asleep and do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to, but I can do it. Well, does anybody have a le- final words? Any final words from anybody? Ricardo, any final words? Um, you can say no. 
Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I should have known. Okay, that's <laughs> Any final words, Omar? Um, I guess I can just leave tonight by saying thanks again, Sylvia. Um, Ricardo, Chris, it's good seeing you guys again as well. And like once again, you're helping me again, not just by just with more skills and everything with acting or even doing another show, but also, like I said, I needed this yeah, to be. I'm glad. Uh, thanks again, and hope you all. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's keep doing this. Got this. Hey, Christopher, you want to say goodbye to our audience? I want to say goodbye to everyone. I want to say goodbye to Omo, Ricardo, Sylvia. It's been good working with you guys. Oh, my God. I can't wait to put this to end. <laughs> this pandemic. I hate you, 2020. <laughs> 2020 sucks. Oh, no. Don't you wish we could just, you know, press delete on oh, 2020 yeah. and then reboot? You know? I, to be honest, if we could do that, that means we could change the past. Yeah. So yeah, it's best to yeah, let's change the past five months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, five anyway, months. well, thank you all listeners to our HMTC, be, you. you know, behind the scenes podcast. We're very happy you're with us and we hope you come back again and listen to our stories and also listen to our interviews mm-hmm. and, um, and we'll give you updates on how HMTC is going. So again, thank you very much. Thank you guys. And we'll see you next time.